Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, how's your week going? We're about to head into Thanksgiving break as I'm recording this, and it's been a really fun week so far. But I noticed yesterday that my website isn't working, which is sort of a problem since I want it to be as easy as possible for you to schedule with me and get started with coaching if you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed, disillusioned, or even if you just want someone in your corner who gets it. No website creates an unnecessary barrier, and I'm figuring out how to fix it, but in the meantime, I want to invite you to email me to get your initial consultation set up. My email address is partneredpathparenting at gmail.com, and I'd love it if you'd send me an email to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about the challenges that have you reaching out for coaching and from there we can find a good time for a call. This is actually the best way to get on my schedule at any time because it allows me to work with the times that you have available instead of restricting you to what's available on my calendar. It gives you a little bit more choice. You get to use this consultation to decide if coaching together is part of your path forward. It's totally free. I can't wait to meet you. Okay? Now moving on, (laughs) this week I want to talk to you about how your intentions can shape the way your actions land. And I want to talk about this specifically in relation to first-then communication. Now, this is something that I coach my clients on from time to time, and it's something I do myself. Instead of saying, you need to do your homework now in order to have screen time, for example, I might say, you really want to spend some time on your iPad. Let's look at your homework first so we can make sure you don't run out of time, and then you can play. Or, you really want to go to the park today. I have some errands to run and I need you to come with me. We're going to go do those first and then we can play at the park until three. Instead of, we can't go to the park today if you don't come to the store with me. It's a shift away from taking away privileges in order to gain compliance. And it's actually a shift away from compliance as the primary objective. My aim when I use this sort of language, my intention, is to acknowledge what they want to do, to reassure them, and to let them know in clear language what needs to be taken care of first and why. I want them to understand that their needs and desires are important, and if they have to wait on them, there's a legitimate reason. And because of that, if there isn't a legitimate reason, then I don't make them wait, (laughs) right? I'm not going to say you have to go to the store with me first and then go to the park if there's no reason why we need to go to the store first. 
And since those are my intentions, and this is how I encourage my clients to use this kind of language as well, we're not going to be saying things like, if you get all your homework done, you can have extra game time. Or, if you come to the store with me without whining, I'll get you a donut. The intention is totally different. Now, what got me thinking about this was a conversation I overheard this weekend between two people who work in schools. I believe they were both counselors, and they were talking about using first-then behavior contracts. The idea behind these contracts is to set up a reward system for students who have trouble engaging in expected school activities. The intention is to motivate students to engage in their schooling by being compliant and doing specific tasks in order to get to do activities they want to do. It's very much a carrot dangling situation. The chart might look like first 15 minutes of reading, then Legos. First 15 minutes of math, then drawing. The idea is to fill up the school day with a mix of academics and student-selected fun activities. With this type of first-then conversation, the intention is actually very different than what I was talking about just a moment ago. In this situation, the adult is not trying to communicate the reason for their own actions. They're communicating what they expect the child to do and then asking them to think of an activity that would motivate them to do the required task. They're implementing an extrinsic motivation system to get the child to do what is expected of them at school. And now, okay, if your child has a first then behavior contract at school, I'm not saying you need to go to their teacher or their school counselor and demand that they change their practices. But I do want you to consider that you don't have to carry these practices into your own home. I want you to consider that there might be more important goals than compliance. Maybe connection, autonomy, intrinsic motivation, reciprocal communication, and active listening. If these are your goals, if these are your intentions, your implementation of first then language is going to reflect that. Your intention is more important than the words you use. This is just one example. Your intention matters across the board, not just with how you're stating your expectations. So if you're trying to change your language, but you don't feel like what you're saying is coming across that differently to your child, or if it doesn't feel different to you, try checking in with your intentions and work on changing those. It might be as simple as reminding yourself that you value connection above compliance. Or it might take a little bit more effort. It might take a little bit more work to figure out what your intention has been and what you want to shift it to and then how to do that, right? As always, if this is something that you're trying to implement, but you're feeling stuck, reach out. It's what I'm here for. Okay, I hope that you have a wonderful week and that you get out and have some adventures with your kids if they're home from school. And I will talk to you in the next episode.
Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.